Welcome to the Resound Worship Songwriting Podcast, episode 101. I'm Joel Payne. I'm Sam Hargreaves. And this is a podcast to equip and inspire grassroots songwriters serving their local church and beyond. In this episode, we'll be looking back on September's Songs of Hope Challenge and launching a new challenge for October. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Hello, Sam. What have you been up to? I've been busy. Um, I interviewed Makoto Fujimura, which oh, is a big... That's a big deal. Big tick on my bucket list. That was incredible. <laughs> he was just so friendly and nice, and we laughed a lot. Oh, he sounded really nice. I wish I was he, there. Yeah, he was really, really nice, and he's he's a big deal. Yeah. And I, it was one of those things we think, I'll just send an email, and I'll probably ne- never hear anything back. Yeah, and then you get an email back saying, "Yes, we can set this up." And then you go, "Oh my goodness, this is actually happening." Did they but say? Then, did, did they say, "Hi, we're Makoto's people. Can we talk to your people about an interview?" And you said, "I am my people. <laughs> I am my people." <laughs> Some sort of Yoda-ish way. <laughs> mm, my people, I am. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Exactly. But um, hopefully, a lot of people have listened to that already. If you haven't, it's definitely worth it. And by the end of this episode you'll realise you have to listen to it. You actually have to listen to it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, but no, that was, it was amazing. Uh, It was amazing to do, super inspiring. Um, Yeah, really kind of him to to do it. Uh, And also we've launched a thing called Evergreen Plus. This is with Engage Worship that I do for actual money. Um, Mm -hmm. We've always done sort of resources for everyone. And then we've done a particular thing over the last year or so where we've been trying to sort of um, give support and encouragement to young worship leaders. People are committed, maybe 18 to 35, and we've done a few retreats. But we are are now launching for 2023, starting in January, a year-long formation program, which will be made up of a kind of residential retreat. Amazing. And then you'll get assigned a mentor that you'll meet with through the year. And then there's other retreats through the year. And we're really excited. We think, you know, there's so many people that go into ministry at a young age and yeah. just don't get the support that they need. And often they end up burning out or going and getting a proper job or whatever. And we say, no, we want worship leading to be a sustainable, you know, thing that people go into vocationally and they get support and they get, you know, build resilience, build their faith in God. And so if you know somebody who is roughly in that, age range or you're in that age range and you think yes i want to commit for a year to do this um you can go to engageworship.org slash eg plus as in plus sign nice find it nice that's really good you, you sounded very good then sam i've been listening to some politicians recently and yeah. i don't sound anywhere near as intelligent or impassioned <laughs> as you did then <laughs> selling your vision of the future that's yes. really good yeah that's, oh, really, thanks, that's really great <laughs> stuff how about you? You've been, you know, lazing around? Yeah, I've been doing a load of stuff as well. We had two album launches this month. So we launched our Hello. Singer Hymn album. Um, Yay! And uh, you wrote a brilliant thing about it, actually, Sam. I want to see if I can find that thing that you said. Oh. You said something, you were just sharing it. You said something along the lines of, I basically have always gone along with the idea that for music to sound good, it has to be loud. But because you yeah. were there when we recorded the recording, you also yeah. know... Uh, what did you say? <laughs> what was it? Well, it was because Matt was talking about we did it with no baffles, no click tracks, no in-ears. No screens, and it's so, no boxes no screens, with the drums. No, and it actually relates to, I listened to uh, an interview with Questlove where he's talking about having um, done that Summer of Soul film, if you've seen that. 
and the Summer of Soul album. And they said when uh, it was from the 60s, this Harlem Cultural Festival, and they had all the multi-tracks and then they had the rough mix someone did on the day. And they said they couldn't bit better the rough mix somebody did on the day. And it was partly to do with the fact that, again, the people had to play quieter. Yeah. So it just sounded good immediately. Whereas with when you crank it up, you have to affect it and compress it and all of those things. Whereas, yeah, I mean, cl- clearly then also having Matt and, and Mark and Tom, who are just incredible musicians, yeah. also made a massive difference. But I yeah. I loved it. Yeah. You've got to sit in a room together. You've got to listen to each other. You've got to play off the sound of each other. It sounds really obvious, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's something Mako said on in the interview. He said, oh, of course, when you do music, you have to play it differently every time, depending on the venue and, yeah. and the vibe. And I was thinking... But that's not what people do anymore. People who play exactly the same to a to a backing track. Oh, it's not, oh, you know, so we're bucking the trend, Joel. Yeah, we are. And uh, so that was one album. The other one was with Jubilate, our sister organisation, launched a new collection of um, Christmas, Advent and even Epiphany material, which is all arranged for choirs and stuff. So we recorded that in big, with a big choir in, in the middle of July, in or the middle of June, whenever it was, in London. Um, and that's just gone out. So that's really fun. And that's also got a few pieces by people taking part in the 12 Song Challenge. We are Yay. getting everywhere. We are infiltrating Absolutely. the system. So that <laughs> went out. That's called New Light Has Dawned. Um, it's got uh, Hunter, Derek, Chloe, Elise, me. Lo- yeah, loads yeah, of 12 Song Challenge people. So that's really good. Um, we had our Schwiff Conference, mm. which was uh, the Songs of Hope conference which is where we just basically said look we've got this theme why don't we get a theologian in get a a songwriting leader and let's think about it let's explore it let's discover let's make a start on some songs and so on so that was a really fun day in london um and that was what a couple of weeks ago with comrade and geraldine leading us and you were there also sam yeah it was great um and then i've also been sort of hurriedly responding to the fact that the um i mean who knows where we'll be by the time the podcast goes out but the, the our currency appears to be falling off a cliff and whilst that comes <laughs> with all sorts of problems it does also mean that for people who want to come to our stuff from overseas it's not a bad time to buy tickets so i'm just been racing to try and get that ready so um depending on what happens in the next uh day or so this may it may or may you may or may not have already bought your tickets for the for the conference for the retreat in June, in July, second to the sixth of July. Welcome to the podcast, Andy and Elise. Hey, Hello. thank you for having us, uh, Elise Massa and Andy Clark, uh, two of our forum uncles and aunties who look after us and also are being yeah. team leaders this time, named after various islands off the southwest coast of Cornwall. Mm. Um, could you quickly introduce yourselves? We've got quite a lot of new people involved, so it'd just be nice. Maybe start with Andy and just tell us who you are, uh, anything, anything interesting. <clears throat> um, yep, my name's Andy Clark. I live in Chester, which is in the northwest of the UK. I go to a church called Northgate Church, and I'm on staff there as music and worship director, and I'm part of the Vizal Worship team. And I make great Yorkshire puddings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm Elise Massa. I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the States. And mm. I am on staff at my church, Church of the Ascension. And I'm also the Northeast Regional Leader um, in the U.S. with United Adoration. And I challenge Andy to a Yorkshire pudding cook-off sometime. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 
We are that was thrown down right there. Yeah, it's live on recorded podcast. So you can't, <laughs> you can't take it away now. Three other things we've got coming up connected with the 12 Song Challenge. Begin on Monday, David Brackenbury is going to help lead a session for newbies. So if you are new to the challenge and you've got various questions about how it all works or you feel like everybody else knows what's going on and you don't or you want to meet some people or whatever it might be, we're going to have a Zoom on Monday evening. So details about that. That will be on Facebook, on Slack, and in the email. Um, and or you also- just want to spend some time in David Brackenbury's presence because you know that's worth mm-hmm. it on its own, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And it, it- the dulcet East Yorkshire tone. Oh. Yeah. Fortuitously, Andy and Elise are both involved in uh, leading a couple of other things that are coming up. So it's great having you two on here. Can you tell us uh, about those? Yeah. So um, on November twelfth. We are going to be having a United Adoration retreat at North Grace Church in Chester, where we're inviting everyone that wants to come from the Northwest to come and create. Um, it's going to be multi-art, so not just songwriters, mm. but visual art and other things like that. Andy, did you want to add anything to it? Um, well, also the the day before on the 12th. So that's the 12th of November for the, for the UK listeners, not November 12th. And on the 11th of November, or November 11th, we are also, host, um, Elise and I are both going to be doing a concert as well on the Friday night for those who want to come. And um, you've, Elise has got a new album coming out and I'm going to be doing some of my songs, which haven't made it to albums. And um, yeah, just as a way to invite people in, we're calling it like a, li- like a live lounge kind of feel, really chilled. So come for the Friday night. Those people who sign up for the um, retreat day on the Saturday, get that ticket thrown in gratis. Oh, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah and this is very short notice because it will be happening in moments after the podcast actually drops. But you were also doing a, an online retreat day on the 1st of October. Yeah. So I have to get these dates in the right order. You get the 1st of October <laughs> or October 1st. Um, we have our October um, United Adoration Resound mini retreat. And what that is, and some of you may be listening to it who are already there, um, what that is is people come together in real time and they meet other people that are part of the song, the 12-song challenge. And you can start your song, you can bring a song that you've started that has to do with the theme, and you get real-time feedback, real-time face-to-face. I think everyone here, Sam, Joel, Andy, you've all been a part of one or at least have shown up. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really great, not just for the songwriting part, but also just to really get to know the other songwriters, to see them, to hear their voices, to get to know their personalities. It just makes it feel like a community. And I know that was a huge part of them when I came over to the UK in July of last year, um, or this year. This year. Oh, dates. But you kind of felt like you already knew people, even though mm-hmm. it was online. Um, and for those who can't make Saturday, because we know for a lot of people on church staff, Saturdays are really difficult. Um, we have a Wednesday option, and that's during the day. So if I can think of the times, it's the same time, but on a Wednesday. Um, so for British Standard Time, it's 9.30. And then for EDT, whatever that stands for, it's 4.30. Um, so we have a great time. Yeah. 
So we are now a month into the new season of the 12 Song Challenge. We have a, a whopping 233 people participating wow. so far. So people keep many. registering, actually. So um, who knows how many it will be by the end of the month. Um, each month we set a challenge. Uh, the challenge is to write one song. And it's really helpful if you, you actually only write one song because, frankly, there's a lot of us and it will go mm. absolutely crazy if it's more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, Right, one song on a theme to whatever level of finishedness or not you wish. You post it on the Slack forum and then you also write three constructive comments on other people's songs and you've completed that month's challenge. Um, There are, uh, just in response to one or two questions this month, there are no rules about what you do once you get comments. It's up to you. They're just there to interact with. You don't have to try and respond to every single one of them um, you don't have to revise your song if you don't want to some people like to and use it as a really helpful process it's entirely up to you it's your song and the other part is it's your song so um, one of the key things is that we just contribute ideas freely and so on let's look back on the first month of the challenge which we did songs of hope I, I thought maybe just get your general thoughts on how things have been uh, going as we've kicked things off Sam Oh, it's been brilliant. It's amazing. You know, you, you have a bit of a gap and you think, oh, maybe people won't, you know, come back. But it, immediately you get this amazing, you know, and just the diversity. It's always what strikes me is just so different, um, you know, so many different kinds of songs and approaches. And, and already, you know, the, the the song that I put up there, loads of good feedback, loads of development going on already. So it's been a brilliant month already. Yeah, really good, solid people in there from from the word word go one of the things that i noticed is people have been super quick to actually post revisions of their songs as well because you you go through it and then it's every title that i've looked at it's pretty much been updated recording in thread oh wow people have been really so i've been having to like cycle down through them and um lots of collaboration going on as well people coming in with some great bits of feedback and yeah yeah i think the so as a songwriter, I focus a lot more on lyrics than music. Um, so one of the things that struck me going through songs on my team as well as others is this real focus on um, the Revelation 21.4 and the no more death, no more sorrows. Mm. And just also reading through the lyrics that other people brought out, it was just a real nice reminder of all the hope that we do have in Christ. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not just one thing and it's not just one thing at the future, but all the different ways that following Jesus and being his child gives us a hope in our current circumstances and for the future. Mm. Um, so it was just really edifying to me looking through these songs, not just from a songwriting critique perspective, but as a f- formative practice and where do i place my hope and where is my hope and the teams have been have gone pretty well haven't they so this is a new thing yeah for this year yeah. and i feel like people are, are quite into it um and i've been it's been clear to me as i've been going through my team songs it's the same bunch of people are there commenting mm-hmm. and um contributing mm-hmm. And I almost had to, to discipline myself into peeling away from my team just to see what else is going on. So I have this sense I'm going to have to make sure I don't just get complete tunnel vision on one little group of people, but actually try and dig into other stuff that's happening. Yeah, it takes the overwhelm out of it for me. I just I don't go on Slack anymore and go, oh my goodness, I could never do that. I just go, right, I'm just going to search my team. <laughs> I can do it. Here it is. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. And then you can jump around if you want as well. Yeah. Those people who like extra homework, it's yeah. still available. Keenies. 
<laughs> but having said that, um, we're all, all just focusing on our teams. We've set Elise and Andy the challenge of casting their nets a little bit more widely this time. Mm. And you've brought with you a selection of songs that uh, we can have a little, little listen to. <clears throat> I feel like it's worth saying at this point that there is no sort of prize or achievement at this point for the songs. It's just something that caught our ears, something that was an interesting example. There's no rules about what kind of song it is. You'll hear stuff that is really professional sounding and other stuff that sounds like it was recorded on a toilet roll. And it, it all finds its way in if if it just kind of grabs us. So what have you got? Well, for Team Tresco, um, I mean, so many of the songs were good. We say that every time. The song that really jumped out to me was Robin Ruth Sutherland's song. Um, and what stood out to me about that song, again, I, I pay so much attention to lyrics, was that they asked this question of, where is your God? So the question that people who don't know Christ, who don't know the Lord, and see what's going on in the world, and they're like, okay, where is your God? Um, and I loved that because it addressed a question dead on in a way that could be sung congregationally and provided an answer, or not an, it provided a response that we as the body of Christ partnering with God can show the world how do we respond to these terrible situations and to these things that are really sad. Um, so I really loved this song. This world is full of injustice And they say, where is your God? Where lives are swallowed in darkness So they say, where is your That's hard hitting. <laughs> it's super hard hitting. And the first two choruses are, you know, looking to the future, the promised hope that comes to us that we, again, we see in Revelation 21. Um, but then the last chorus talks about 
how while we're waiting for that end, while we're waiting for Christ's return, what are we doing in the midst of these questions? And what are we doing in the midst of the pain? And I just love that. I love that narrative arc. I'm going to pick um, one from team. Is it Annette or Annette? How, how are we saying our team name? Annette, I think. Well, I'm glad I checked. Annette. So team <laughs> Annette, which is my um, my team. I'm, I'm going to um, pull out the song from Ellen, from Ellen Oliver. And interestingly, in a in a reversal to how where Elise says what she focuses on, I'm 100% focusing on music and melody and harmony. And those are the things that I'm just totally drawn towards. And I have to be reminded regularly to actually look at the words that I'm singing as well. But... <laughs> But Ellen's done a cracking job with both, actually. She's done, um, it's a Romans benediction, a, a prayer of blessing. Um, but what I was drawn for, drawn towards was just the incredible uh, chords that she's used. It's so bluesy, it's upbeat, it's soulful. Um, and in the recording that she posted as well, I think it's a colleague in the background actually like shouting encouragement after each line, kind of riffing in the background, <laughs> which I think adds to it so much. See what you think, but yeah, great job, Alan. Let's have a, let's have a wee listen. May the God of hope fill you with joy as you trust in him. May the God of hope fill you with peace as you trust in him may the god of hope fill you with joy yeah. as you trust in him nice. may the god of hope fill you with peace as you trust in him nice. until you are Until you overflow with joy, until you overflow with hope through the power of the Spirit, through the power of the Spirit. As you trust in him, as you trust in him, as you trust in him. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so, I, need, I need that hype man in my life just think, generally like do you following think we me around get him on the podcast for next time <laughs> so, yeah so that next time we play some songs come on he's just here cheering us on <laughs> so, even... i've met ellen and i've met her other like staff if she did do this yeah. at her church and i can totally picture this happening because we had a ua retreat with um the the worship leaders of Scotland, and I can totally see this happening. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I love here is that it obviously there's some 
funky stuff going on. There's some clever chords and little rhythms and things, but actually they all repeat. And in themselves, they're all really simple, really straightforward. Mm -hmm. There's nothing complex about the lyrics either. So you've just got this kind of, you've got a bit of interest in the rhythm and the harmony, but the other stuff is dead easy to, yeah. to jump straight in with. Great job. So Shall we listen to another one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so another song that really stood out to me was Chris Shackleton from Team Is It Briar? Briar, yeah. We're all learning how to say these. <laughs> yeah, this one, I, maybe I should go through the names of the teams at some point, pronounce them all. <laughs> Can you write a um, song so we, you know, Briar rhymes yeah. with fire. Oh, I could do, yeah. Maybe Here I will. Here we go. Yeah. Um, right. So Chris Shackleton wrote a song, and um, number one, I really appreciate, sometimes it can be so... Um, you feel so pressured to really do a lot of production on your songs before people can hear it. I know I certainly felt that way for a long time. And this, the, what he throws up is super lo-fi, which is so cool. Um, he also grounds the hope, again, lyric focus. Mm. He grounds the hope in all things new. This is his chorus that he brings back to. Um, but I also found it interesting that um, when I do write songs, a lot of times I, I start small and then I get big mm. in the scope. And he does the reverse. He starts big and then he narrows in from this big perspective, the, the um, what do you call that? Um, I'm drawing a blank. Macro? To then the personal. Yeah, yeah, macro to micro. Oh. Um, mm. And I loved it. I loved, again, <laughs> the narrative art, the trajectory. So I'd love it if we listened to a little bit of it. A heavenly city Come down to earth God in his glory Abiding with us A river that flows from in abundance wherever it goes
there's a chord change in that just at the end of the verse that uh, I had something about that chord change just makes me want to cry. It wouldn't matter what you oh. were singing. It's just that little, I wasn't even paying that much attention to what it was. It goes from like a two major to a two minor or something and it's oh, <clears throat> beautiful. Andy, oh, I know. did you I like... sneak in and, and influence the melody of the chorus? It felt like there were there were shades of Clark in there. Um, I'm not taking any credit for any of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have come up with that, though. That's gorgeous. Um, but talking of, well, moving on to another song, which I wish I'd have written, um, is another collaboration. Well, a collaboration. Um, Justin Carlson and Karen Simmons. Have I pronounced that right? Go St. Mary's. Yeah. Yeah, St. <laughs> Mary's. It's actually St. Mary's. And, Marius. <laughs> and um, Ganilly? Gan How are we saying that? Ganilly. Ganilly. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't Ganily, speak Cornish, but I think this is <clears throat> Well, Ganilly and St. Mary's. Anyway, um, Justin and Karen have done an awesome job. I describe this as a song with chords so good they make you exclaim. <laughs> which is what happened when I was listening to, listening to it and I was like, <laughs> I just had to pause and just go, whoa, that was a good one. You know, just really satisfying, kind of grabs you. Um, so I was drawn to that instantly. But also some of the, because sometimes I read lyrics as well. <laughs> no, but the couple of things which I'm going to pick out, um, it says all of creation longs for redemption. The darkness is already hiding because it sees the light is shining. I mm. love that, that the darkness is hiding because it sees the light come in. Then later on in the song, a day is coming when there'll be no more death, no trouble or trauma, only the gift of his rest. Oh. And that links back to Revelation 21.4, which Elise mentioned before, which actually is my favourite Bible verse. And in as soon as this challenge was mentioned, Songs of Hope, it's like, great, because I try and get that Bible verse into basically <laughs> every worship yeah. song that I write. So I was delighted with that. But the way that the, these guys have... I phrased it, particularly the word trauma, and put that in there is magical. So yeah, let's, I'd love to listen to this. A day is coming When there will be no more tears No sickness, no sorrow Gone are the wilderness years A day is coming
the lighters in the air movement. This is not good. Do you know, I think we've already used more chords in this 12 song challenge than we did in the whole of the last season. <laughs> I think we totally did. Yeah. I think it's also worth mentioning that Chris Shackleton, Karen Simmons, and I think Justin as well are all first time 12 song challengers. Oh, look at that. Never yeah. written a song in their lives before. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect that is not true. <laughs> so strong debut. Well, yeah, strong, well done. That's really, that's really surprisingly yeah. good. Strongest debut since Wayne Rooney. <laughs> oh. Remember the name. Um, oh, that's great. That's really good. Love it. There's definitely a little bit of a bluesy thing coming through. Maybe it's just yeah. you two can't resist Maybe. a bit of a bluesy thing. But on a different note... Then we have our final song that we wanted to recognize, um, which is Devin Pogue. And I think that um, I actually got this message from someone from one of our mini retreats, which again, this Friday, no, 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 Saturday (laughs) and Wednesday um, of October, the first ones every month. Anyways, I was asked, like, do you have to write everything original for the 12 song challenge? And... Not everyone is gifted in writing lyrics and melody and chords. And so it was really neat to see what Devin did. He essentially took two different hymn texts and put them together and did a retuned hymn. What's also really good is um, he showed some bravery. He did not finish the song or give a full finished product when he first posted it. So actually, if we could play it a little bit later, um, you can hear at the end... He basically says, and then a course could go here, uh-huh, cool. <laughs> um, which is so important because I know when I first joined the 12 Song Challenge, you just see all these people with their different level of production and yeah. and and even like sending a first draft in the first week of the month. And you're like, there's nothing I can comment on this. This is already perfect. Um, but that's not what the challenge is about. And so I so appreciate when people take that boldness They're like, I'm just going to put this up and just see what happens with it, even though it's not done. Here 
<laughs> Perfect. Great job, Devin. Yeah, man, that's really cool. We don't have to play it because we've we played a lot now. No, but, I, think um, we should. I did what. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Andrew Davis. This this has come out of the the thing we did at LST. Uh, some stuff that Comran was talking about, and then we did some improvisation with Geraldine, and somebody suggested something about coffee, and he's just run with it. That's great. Wake up. Shake down. Get out of that nightgown. Switch on. Drink up, fill up that coffee cup, tune in. Stand by, open those bleary eyes for beans. Full steam, wake up from your daydream. It's been a long time, but Jesus is coming. It's hard to believe, but it's true. He said he'd return and ride over throng So don't give up hope that he's true Wake up Shake down Get out of that nightgown Switch on It's wonderful. I love it. I could talk for hours about how good this one is. Because it's taking... It's encapsulating this idea that Comrade talked about, which was you go through Mark 13, it's this really complex... It's called the Mini mini Apocalypse, or the Mark and Mini Apocalypse. And it's all this talk of cataclysmic cosmic events. And Comrade's kind of led us through it to still it down to basically Jesus' answer is, watch out keep <laughs> and so he's just taken that idea and he said right i'm going to use the metaphor of coffee and he conveys it so beautifully i i love the way it stretches the imagery stretches the language i'm a big fan there we go good stuff um, i like it i like it when he says full beans full beans oh because <laughs> that that reminds me of matt weeks when he wants you to give it a bit more when you're singing for him he says give it a bit more beans <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, so Lord, we need your extra shot. Keep us strong, keep us hot. Holy Spirit, fuel us up. Come refill our leaky cup. <laughs> you didn't get to that section. It's, it's wonderful. Um, there's one thing left. Auntie and Uncle, mm. who is yeah. this month's star of the month. Star, 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 star of the month. <laughs> This month's Star of the Month goes to John Grummet. The Grumster. The Grumster. Johnny G. The Grumster. Do you think he's... The Grumster. Um, John Grummet has been everywhere. He goes from... It doesn't matter what team you're in, John will be there, chipping in with a positive comment, usually a nice smiley face emoji, just... Keeping the thing going. Great job, John. Star yeah, of the month. Well done, John. Great job. Bravo. It's time to set the challenge for October. And we are calling it the Fujimura Challenge. You need to listen to 
podcast episode 100, which I hope you notice we neatly sidestepped having to come up with anything really special and invite loads of special guests or do whatever else for our 100th episode. We just did a really cool interview. Um, you need to listen to episode 100 because the challenge flows out of that. What we want you to do is largely just respond to what Makoto has to say. So it might inspire you in all kinds of different ways. Sam and I have picked out a couple of ways each that we think you could uh, approach this challenge out of the things he was talking about. But to be honest, it's up to you. So this is not to be prescriptive, but I do know it's helpful sometimes for someone to give you some ideas and a framework. Um, so uh, I, will, um, I will kick off. The first idea is to try and basically write like an artist. Now, I did a talk at the Worship Songwriting Retreat, which is all about not writing like an artist, writing like a designer. <laughs> but this time, say, write like an artist. There's a few things that Makoto says, which I think uh, are really helpful. One is talking about the gratuity of expression when Jesus weeps before raising Lazarus from the, from the dead. There's no need for him to weep at that point. He could have just got on and did it and done it. But there's this gratuity of expression. Um, he also talks about a thing about doing artworks that don't fit into the car which basically means that you cannot treat them as if you're about to display or sell them. They're just for the sake of doing them. So it's to kind of push into this thing of um, pushing the boundaries, gratuity of expression, and maybe digging into a, some deeper poetry or into some less utilitarian melodies and pursuing the beauty in them. Um, or in some more creativity and your use of harmony or rhythm, or metaphor, mm. or imagery. The thing I would say is let's keep our congregations in mind to some extent here. And probably, if you're going to push into really poetic language, try and be nice and accessible with the music, or vice versa, just so you don't come up with something that's so esoteric, nobody's got any idea what's going on. So that's the first thing, artist songs. The second idea is slow songs. So uh, Makoto... Uh, uses the technique called Nihongo, which is this Japanese um, tradition where they use very um, rare and expensive minerals. And then he does this layers of paint where they're almost like translucent layers and he builds up and builds up these layers and it may take weeks for those layers to dry. And so his art is very slow. And when he gets you to, to look at it, you have to sit and look at it. He says at least 10, 15 minutes of just staring at and, and some, these layers begin to emerge. So, we want to encourage you, maybe you want to write what we call a slow song, not a slow tempo. It could be a slow tempo song, but write a song and take your time over it. We tend to jump in quite quickly, uh, but sit with something, sit with a scripture, sit with a chord progression, sit with a melody. Um, for me, what I think I'm going to try and do is I've got like a loop pedal and I don't use it very much. I'm not very good with it, but I'm going to try um, playing some chords or a few notes or a rhythm and letting that melody build up and then building that, you could do that with um, with GarageBand or something as well. Just build up layers and sit with that music and sort of mm. allow God to speak to you and maybe have your Bible open. Just kind of meditate on that music and let things emerge rather than us kind of jumping in with all ideas. Sort of, He talks a little bit about following your intuition and your imagination. So write a song, take your time about it, sit with something and see what emerges as you use that kind of approach. The third suggestion and penultimate suggestion is kintsugi songs. So this is the art form of taking something that is broken, putting it back together, but the art being, the beauty being in showing the joins, as is often done with a 
a gold join. Mm. And you can, again, you can look it up or you can hear more about it in the interview. So two thoughts here. One is that you dig into this idea of brokenness and healing, and especially the thoughts of Christ who, who bears scars in heaven, most likely showing his kintsugi, uh, of God, the master potter. Mm. But it could be that you dig into the idea of healing, division and brokenness in society or in people in humanity. But another thought is... You, if you're a seasoned songwriter, you dig through your archives and find some fragments and glue mm. them together into a new song. So that's, that's the third idea is Kintsugi songs. And the fourth idea is cross-pollination. Uh, he talked about this idea that as an artist, you can be a border stalker. You can go to other disciplines, other traditions and, and talk to people. And he even says at one point, you know, go and talk to an artist from a different discipline. So you go and talk to a, a visual artist or a video maker. Maybe uh, you could have a, some sort of collaboration with that person. Say, hey, why don't you paint something and I'll, draw, I'll make music out of it. And that could be a collab. Or it could just be that you have a conversation with someone or you look at an artwork and then you get inspired to write a song. So that's the, the cross-pollination idea. There we are. I mean, there are all kinds of other things you might do. Um, so we're not, as I said, we're not trying to be prescriptive, but we thought it's just it's a, such a helpful interview. Hearing from somebody from a different discipline, talking about his process, the, the thoughts he has, his view on the world, his view on God um, through the lens of, of his particular artistic process. Uh, so let's learn from it. Let's respond to it. And it's a pretty wide ranging brief this time, but I reckon we can do it. That's amazing. Everything that has just been said is amazing. <laughs> I could, uh, I could cut that. Oh, make that true. my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, because there's so oh, man. I was like, I don't think that the guest people talk at this point, so I'm just going to keep my mouth. No, 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 this is good. This is good. Because, um, well, one, so one of the other things that we've been doing with United Adoration and Resound partnering are these singer-songwriter song shares because mm. so many of us yeah. that write songs for the church are also singer-songwriters, and that's just kind of a part of who we are that um, kind of takes a back burner or back seat uh, when we're trying to write congregationally, but it doesn't always have to. And so this idea of press, I, I find that there are songwriters who – when they are in their singer-songwriter mode, what comes out is so amazing because they're not trying to put all these frameworks and rules on themselves. Um, mm. But how could that influence your congregational songwriting rather than seeing them as dichotomies or di di seeing it as dichotomous, seeing it as influencing one another? Um, so that's so neat. And then I just love Kintsugi and the multi-art retreats are all about cross-pollination between different artistic disciplines. So it's an amazing challenge. <laughs> Love it. Fantastic. Well, all that remains is for me to introduce our featured song for the month, but I'm not going to do it because one of the writers is here. Andy, uh, introduce <gasps> Alpha and Omega for us. It's been a long build-up to this song. It's been a long time coming. So this is a song that uh, Matt Weeks and I wrote in October last year. It's a pleasure to, to be able to share it with the rest of the world. Um, it's been also amazing to hear some folks, because we recorded the group vocals for this at Wydell, our songwriters retreat in the summer, and to hear the folks who've already been singing this song in their churches, even before it's been officially released. So enjoy. Here it is. Bye everyone. Bye. See ya. 
Jesus, worthy of honor.